0: Welcome to the In Your Interest podcast. My name is Ashley, and this week, Sebastian and I are talking with our colleague, Pablo Carrera, about a topic that is related to seasonality, tax refunds. So how can we make this opportunity profitable? Oh, hi, everyone. Thanks for sharing the microphone with me this week, Pablo and Sébastien.
1: Hello, hello. Glad to be back. Thank
2: you. Hello, Pablo. It's good to have the man with the golden voice with us this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very
1: much.
0: So, Pablo, I was reading uh, this week that in 2022, the federal government gave taxpayers an average of about $2,092 in tax refunds. But with inflation, we know that that $2,000 disappears pretty quickly. So what would you do to make the most of your tax refund?
1: Yes, that's a great question, Ashley. Um, and actually, uh, taking the time to ask that question um, really allows you to put that money to work. So, for starters, if you receive a tax refund, um, the best strategy is obviously to use that to improve your financial situation, obviously. Um, Mr. Buffett uh, said in the past, uh, rule number one, never lose your money. Rule number two, never forget rule number one. <laughs> Having said that, um We often talk about the impact of the tax refund because we do our taxes, we get a refund in somewhere in March, April, May, and sometimes we lose sight of the fact that there's a second opportunity later in the year, in early summer, somewhere in June, July, where the government uses those RSP contributions and that tax return to recalculate some of your federal programs, some of the credit programs like like family allowances and, and GST refunds and QST refunds that that bring a second opportunity down the road later in the year for you to have another benefit from that RSP contribution and most people most people are just not aware that that's another opportunity to be able to sit down with your advisor and and get some better advice um I like to think of it as two separate opportunities in the year where this tax refund gives you a benefit
2: yes, and uh, you know as you mentioned cleaning up your financial situation there's some uh, with the debt that you have to pay or to invest or whatever but you know it's uh, it's here it's to position yourself as an individual to benefit from what we've mentioned multiple times in this podcast is one of the strongest forces in the universe which is a compound interest so investing at every opportunity that you that you have is a very good general rule of thumb for financial wealth nest for your life.
0: And if we go back to that uh, Warren Buffett rule, never lose money, how do you avoid losing money? Do you have a few solutions uh, to suggest to our listeners?
1: Absolutely, yes. In fact, when we talk about losing money, it's important to to keep in mind um, how we define debt, because um, debt has, has some some negative connotations to it. We'll get back to that in a second. But obviously, the first course of action is to pay off uh, the most costly debt that you have. So um, higher interest rate debt, those would be a priority in paying them off. Uh, many times we think of the mortgage as the biggest debt that you carry, but realize that that debt is also usually at the lowest interest rate. So that may not be the one that you necessarily want to prioritize paying off the fastest. Then you've got some other ideas, things like contributing to your RSP again. Uh, this will have a, a multiplying effect down the road. It also allows you to compound the effect of a tax return for the following year. Uh, registered education savings plans, RESPs, allow you to have a, a second go at a a, a financial return because obviously you get a return from your RSP contribution and then when you put that return to work in your registered education savings plan in your RESP, you get government grants. So a second way of of having that money work for you uh, some more. Things like uh, a TFSA uh, allows you to compound at a tax-free rate over a, a longer period of time. And this year, we also have the FHSA, the First Time Home Buyer Savings Account, where you get an immediate tax benefit, an immediate tax deduction, and as well, um, the ability to compound over time tax-free for the purpose of buying your first home. So, there's, there's lots of opportunities to be able to not lose your money.
0: And in your first point, to pay off your debts, how do you know if it's a good debt? Uh, and is there such a thing as a good debt?
1: There is. In fact, that the idea behind evaluating how your debt works for you. There right. are there is debt that has a lower rate of interest, for example. There are uh, opportunities to use debt for investments. There are also uh, different types of, of debt that will come at a higher cost. And I think the evaluation of not only the cost of the debt, in other words, the the interest rate, but the opportunity cost of what you can do with that money, yeah. that is is that that is a conversation that you really need to have with your financial advisor because an advisor that sits down with you and, and takes the time to understand Understand your situation and your objectives and your goals, will be able to give you advice on which debt to pay off first, and perhaps which to continue carrying, because it can add value to your net worth.
2: Yeah, so it's about like personal accounting, in a sense, you know, the debt needs to create an asset. Sometimes just, you know, you borrow to invest in something that is fiscally beneficial. So it's pretty obvious then, but, you know, uh, going into debt for education purposes, for your skill set, maybe even sometime, maybe a life experience, which can, you know, yeah. impact your future trajectory for income, you know, becoming, you know, more a complete human being, like uh, in large quotes here. There are all kinds of debts that are beneficial in the end.
0: Absolutely. So, I was going to say, using my tax refund to travel isn't the right option, but if we consider that, might be. be, yeah, could be, right? What, what do you think, Pablo?
1: Exactly. In fact, there is a lot of worth, there's a lot of good in being kind to oneself. And, and in the current state where one works very hard to earn the money and one works very hard to improve their situation, from time to time, it's very good to treat yourself to something nice, uh, whether. Whether it be uh, a smaller vacation or whether it be uh, an evening out, basically, be kind to yourself, and you can you you will find that you're able to do that, and also at the same time still stay on track with your goals of savings, investing, and 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 reaching your mid to long-term financial goals. But by all means, um, dedicate some of that money to you. Um, that is just as important as paying off the debt. So,
2: it's about not creating anxiety by thinking about the best practices for savings. It's about having a plan that makes sense, that's realistic, and that you revise the plan as you move forward in life and you adjust the plan. Yeah. Exactly.
0: And now, how much to invest and where, when, and what – there's the the golden key question, right?
1: <laughs> exactly, and th- this is where we get to the point where yeah. uh, you're gonna you're gonna really benefit from having good advice because there is no one size fits all solution. There is no magical formula, and you really benefit from having an advisor getting to know you, understanding your objectives, understanding who you are as an investor. Your investor profile is the starting point of just about every conversation. Right. So, uh, in terms of how much to invest, that will really depend on your situation. If we look at where and when and what, um, obviously, we favor a more diversified approach. We favor an approach that takes into account reducing risk as much as possible. So, we're going to look at fixed income products. We're going to look at, at at stocks, at equities. We're going to look at the funds that, we, that, that are available in the market that do both of those things. And A good fund uh, managed by by a good manager and uh, recommended or chosen by a good advisor for the right client is the perfect combination. Um, In terms of when to invest, the best answer I can give you to that is... Always uh, and I go back to and and I'm be, and I'm being very serious, I go back yeah. to the three golden rules of investing, which we always constantly repeat, which are um, make sure that you're patient, in other words, stay invested, make sure that you are diversified, do not concentrate yourself in one area or in one sector or certainly not in one fund, and make sure that you invest often. Uh, Make sure that you invest regularly because markets will move. They never move in a straight line, but they will always fluctuate. That is the very nature of a market. So by investing regularly, you benefit from that. And, And a good advisor will put you on a regular investment plan that will allow you to uh, benefit from the fluctuations of the market. Those those three golden rules, I think, um, do the most value in somebody who's wondering how should I invest, when should I get started, where should I put my money. Sit down with your advisor and remember those three rules: stay invested, stay diversified, and invest regularly.
2: And and it is that simple, right? To yeah. win in the end, because we, it's always. Uh, you know, you hear people say that you know I made a killing in this stock or this sector this year or this investment. But of course, you don't know, uh, you don't hear about uh, the investments that likely didn't pan out. So, if you want to win in the long run, it's about playing the long game and you know the compound interest. Because if you lose, if you lose fifty percent on an investment, you need to get uh, to to make a hundred percent on the next investment just to break even. If you can avoid these large fluctuations, in the end, I mean, you set yourself up for lots of success on uh, little effort.
0: Mm. Absolutely. And is it possible to insert here the investments that you are currently looking at, Pablo and Sébastien? While well, I have the both of you with me. Uh, you know, if you want to keep up with current events, which stocks would you prioritize for Q2 2024?
1: Certainly in the current environment, there are some trends that, you know, without having a crystal ball, without being able to predict the future, there are still some trends that we see uh, happening. For example, we expect that interest rates will start to decline. Um, We don't know. Uh, exactly when, we don't know by how much, but we do expect them to, to we, we expect the, the the rise in interest rates that we lived over the last few years to come to an end and, and interest rates start to normalize. When we say that, obviously that creates opportunities on the fixed income side, on the bond side, um, sectors that have been less in favor over the last few years, we see opportunities in that sector. And it would be a mistake to to not have bonds and fixed income in your portfolio because of what has happened over the last few years? Um, on the equity side, we see opportunities. obviously we tend to look at it from a from a risk management perspective as well. so we're going to favor some of the dividend um, uh, dividend uh, funds and the dividend stocks. Uh, we like to favor those because companies tend to be larger and and the dividend adds this level of, of security. To, uh, to the portfolio and obviously going back to those three golden rules, right? Staying diversified being one of them. Um, I can't tell you whether it's going to be technology that's going to lead again in 2024. I can't tell you whether it's going to be healthcare, but I can tell you that you should definitely be invested because mm-hmm. that is the best way to reach your financial objectives yeah
2: completely agree with you I cannot say, say it more and the, the uh, geographical dimension is very important here if you want to be exposed to like the chip makers uh, the semiconductor team well you'll find that mostly in the US but also in Asia uh, Japanese equities uh, are one of the strongest where where momentum is blowing the strongest uh, right now so you want to have exposure to that so again being well diversified on all dimensions that's the the advice for 2024.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much Sebastian, Pablo, and uh, thank you to our audience for listening to us and don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions or comments. We always love to read you. Thank you. Love this podcast? Want to know more about economic news? Follow our in your interests podcast available on all platforms. Visit the economic news page on ia.ca or follow us on social media.